podcast that it is itself also a collection of misfortunes and horror stories. My name is Matt, and I'm missing a part of me today, like some of these uh, characters in this uh, this anime. I do not have a Brad with me for this episode, so I really don't know what to do here, and it's going to be a little bit awkward, but we'll get used to it, because I've got I've got guests. Yeah, you, you've got random outgrowths. Yeah, I've got random like outgrowths. Like many other characters in this show. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm like the, the one character I had a bunch of holes. Those holes, of course, being my, my podcasting compatriot. But I'm going to fill those holes with, uh, with your blood bubbles. I don't know, man. This, is, this isn't working. This isn't working. <laughs> We're here for you. Yeah, thank you. I really need this. Even my though this, Amano. Yeah. We're here Even to provide this was, some emotional support. <laughs> that was a um that was a nineties eighties anime reference. Uh, oh case, yeah, in the case demographic you, uh, of this podcast is gonna get yeah. that. They're gonna love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone but... should go watch Video Girl Eye. On Dude, VHS. are you serious? <laughs> I actually just downloaded this that today. What? Like no, oh, I can actually so good. Like I can friends. actually show you the downloads. I'll do that after this podcast because yeah. I I saw a preview image of it on my Instagram and I was like, damn, that looks nineties as fuck. Yes. And uh, I said, oh, but I, I, I peeped the second episode trying to find something in it, and it had the worst dubbing I'd ever heard. <laughs> Why did you dub? make my boobs so small? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Well, she does this great. really iconic thing in the first episode where she goes, I'm here for you. I am Mano. And then it goes into the video girl thing. It's really okay. nice. Hi, we're the host club. If you didn't know, Jeff, Dan, Amelia, hi. You, you've seen, you've heard Hello. me before. I'm not Hello talking there, seasonals friends. this time. <laughs> Matt, maybe watch a shitty anime. I've got my little sour pig gummies. <laughs> Delicious. Keep me going all no, episode man. long. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> every time it feels like you guys are on, it's like, how did this this become a two and a half hour long episode jesus fucking christ this is this is why man this is how <laughs> it's this dead is, hey actually i have a question did you brush your teeth before you started oh yeah i did like that's what takes me i, I have a ritual before i go into podcasting and i think i've mentioned this before and i brush my teeth i have my hair up in a little clip so the bangs aren't in my eyes uh, i'm wearing an anime shirt this one is uh Juj- jujitsu kaisen that's the symbol for jujitsu technical school, in case the people can see that. Is that a Uniqlo grab? Yeah, I I wanted to get like five shirts from it because I'm so fucking hyped on jujitsu kaisen, but they were gone so fast. Really? Yes. It's unreal how fast they went. So there was only like two, two or three shirts that had my size, and one of them had Mahito on it, and I don't fuck with Mahito, so. I didn't get it. We fuck with Mahito. What you talking about? Oh, I'm sure you do fuck with off-brand Shigaraki. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't be off-brand if you better. Yeah, well, he is better. But then again, a lot of things are better than anything. And well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't want to make shit a shit bo- on my hero any chance I get now. I'm fully aware. <laughs> well, me and Jeff are appropriately wearing Junji Ito shirts. 
So I don't know where you mm. guys. Uh, where's your Junji Ito shirt? Yeah. In the mail. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm lagging. I'm posing out over here. I don't even got one. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm fucked. So, speaking of Uniqlo, though, Cristela texted me a link to a bunch of One Piece shirts that Uniqlo is making, and some of those looked really sharp. Yo, Hypeland is actually coming out with Inuyasha shirts this summer. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. I don't like Inuyasha, but, you know, I just thought I'd shout that out. Yeah. Add to the collective shirt conversation. I've got I've got more anime shirts than I have, like, any other type of t-shirt. It used to be, you know, a hodgepodge of pop culture references and stuff like that but now it's just anime it's all anime it's mm-hmm. it's there it's the way to be yeah i mean i actually said something about like how i ordered a uh, i ordered a junji ito shirt and i was like cool i know everybody's gonna be wearing theirs i'm gonna look well i'm gonna look fashionable but then it said it's not gonna be delivered till tomorrow no. so ah, yeah. oh, curse you, know you post office I bought the fucking sickest end of Evangelion sweatshirt the other mm-hmm. day. I will have to post a picture of it in the Discord at some point. But it's it's um, get, it's from the end of Evangelion. It says end of Evangelion on top. And then it's the, the screenshot of Shinji choking Asuka at the very end <laughs> when she's got the, the patch on her eye and it's on the beach. It's just like his hands around her neck. And it says love is destructive, episode 25. Mm. I was oh, like, damn, dude, that is yeah, like, hard, but that's, that's like, super edgy, but also like, uh, just some random internet website Instagram? and they, is one, one of, <laughs> no, it wasn't Instagram. Cause it, it was like, it was like one of these, these like fill, um, um made to order type websites oh. where they just have like 50 bajillion designs and you can get it in like whatever color and whatever hmm. format you can get it on. You know, a t-shirt, a long sleeve shirt, a coffee mug, or whatever. I got it as a sweatshirt, um, but I felt like, yeah, that is that is both edgy and tasteful. It's like very emotionally provocative, you know. It's like it made an impression on me. Respectful, respect that. Uh, my uh, my Junji Ito shirt was the the girl from Uzumaki when she had her love deluxe episode where her hair turned into cur- like spirals and all that. Ooh, I don't know no. why, but that, mo- that entire chapter just made me, uh, it was, it was too funny for me. Although it did become uncomfortable towards the end. So <laughs> yeah. So we've been, uh, up to this point, we have covered all of his three major works, which is pretty cool because I had never experienced any sort of like any Junjito. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with horror or anything scary because I'm a little baby. He don't fuck with horror because he's scared. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I was, I was thinking about this the other day because, uh, I was when I was over at Hannah's place, she had a VHS copy of Signs lying around. <gasps> cool. And we always. Yeah, we always joke about how I am like can't deal with horror and I get so easily scared and I'm like, Hannah, just imagine me like seeing this in theaters at the time it came out is not even scream? fucking scary. Dude, I'm like literally leaping out of my seat, like <laughs> standing <laughs> up, going, Ah you know? And I was like, Yo, this oh, is not even too. scary, man. Yo, yeah. me too. When the really? pops out. Yes. Yo, sky- I... yeah, signs is scary, okay? It is? Yes. Cause there's a jump scare at the very end. <laughs> With the arm out the window, that was the one that got me. The, no, the, the one arm. where he's in the in the in the doorway. Oh, 
I rem- the, the one that got me to leap out of my seat standing and screaming was when the alien arm was coming through the window and like touching him on the shoulder, which isn't even that scary. It's just about like, you know, no, I have, that would creep me I'm out. I'm a wimp. I'm a wimp. <laughs> that would yeah. creep me out. Easily startled. But also, um, I I love horror, but also am always super scared of everything. So like we were, I forget, we were watching, we went to go see a horror movie, me and my friends, and um, a trailer for Transformers happens before the movie, and I literally screamed so loud <laughs> during this tra- Trans- yes. Transformers? That's I don't not know. scary. There was like a jump scare or something. I don't remember, but I remember screaming very loud and being extremely embarrassed. <laughs> had a trailer i mean i i'm just like that kind of person who i can't even uh i, I talked about it at one point but it like my my father at one point was like hey i'm gonna watch this movie alien and i'm gonna fall asleep at it and i'm gonna do this thing called be a terrific father and not supervise my kid at all <laughs> and i came in during the chest bursting scene and that fucked with me in a primordial yes. way like i for the longest time every well still i still get ner- nervous like a little bit nervous about it it's pregnant women i'm like that's gonna bust through their stomach that's gonna bust through their <laughs> stomach and then what fucked me up later on was i was in my uh was i was like 16 or 17 and i watched species 2 which has a similar scene and that doubly fucked with me so mm. now i just don't like pregnant women that's a scare that, that's mm. <laughs> pregnant, wo- pregnant yeah. women scare me too yeah <laughs> Species, I bet you haven't thought about yeah. that in a while. I saw that in a drive-through movie theater. Wow! Oh, very drive-in cool. movie theater, rather. Yeah, one of the only uh, drive-ins, uh, like on the East Coast, mm-hmm. if not the biggest, or something like that. Oh, the yeah. the one that's just a little bit outside Baltimore. Yeah, Benji's. Benji's, oh, yeah, Benji's. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been there before too. Fucking great. I don't like yeah. Jeepers Creepers. That one. <laughs> All the gross bugs and creepy crawlies. Mm. I don't like that at all. So you don't, so like, would you consider oil a creepy crawly? Yeah, we can't talk about <laughs> that one. <laughs> we can't. Oh. Off, ta- off table. So right. we've we've discussed all these things that scared us, but you know what did not scare me? This Junji Ito collection TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the show. All right, this has been the Talking About Calling Podcast. Dan pretty much summarized it up. All right, thanks for having us on. Yeah, you're welcome. Come back anytime. (laughs) Try to do a... Next time we'll go for an actual world record for speedrunning a podcast. (laughs) Since Dan just wanted to close us out like that and cover the whole damn thing in one sentence. Well, I do want to know what actually scares everyone. Like, what is their actual fears? I think I, I think I asked you guys in our Junji Ito because I wanted to know, but I want to know everyone's again. Uh, being in difficult situations alone, <laughs> like Bugs. social or like or like like something bad's happening. Like no, like like if there was a plane scare. crash, if there was like a plane crash, the worst case scenario would be to be left alone. Okay. I would even even if it was left with somebody that I didn't get along with, that's better than being left alone okay. in the event of like an actual, you know, physical threat, imminent danger to your health type emergency. Mm-hmm. And, bugs. and bugs. I fucking hate bugs. <laughs> I don't mind certain bugs. I fucking hate cockroaches or anything cockroach like cicadas. What about cicadas? No, they're kind of disgusting. Cute. 
No, they're kind Disgusting. of cute. No, do you see? No, no. All they all they do is they come out and they want to have sex and have babies and go back in. That's cute. And they, they fly so wow. stupidly. They're so dumb. Doing the Brad thing already. Maybe Jeff's the new Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, if we could eradicate the existence of bugs and just make them all go extinct, that'd be mm-hmm. cool for me. I'd like I get uh, the, I get that that would place undue stress on the the biosphere, right? It's like not a sustainable way for life to continue on the planet. But I would give anything to just erase the existence of insects from. The All planet. right, so here we got we got the the hot take that's required for the episode. Uh, Dan being over there pro bug genocide. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When when people talk about how the bees are going extinct and. So I guess no. I feel bad that like the flowers won't live anymore and like all vegetation will die because there's no pollinators. But also fuck them bees, man. Dude, no, don't fuck them bees. Not the bees big bumble cool. ones, but the wasps they're, they're, uh, yeah, and the yellow every, jackets everything. and the hornets. They're, they're fuck disgusting. Them. They're terrible. Fuck wasps. The devil spawn. I've gotten stung by all of them. It's anything awful. with an exoskeleton can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, just keep it in. Keep that skeleton inside. Yeah. <laughs> keep that shit inside. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that shit. Keep it inside. Is that why when we looked at the crab tank, you were like, get that shit away from me? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> I guess I'll go next real quick. Uh, I'm afraid of pregnant women in blood. We got, okay, pregnant women, we got it. Yeah. Anything else? I do not like blood at all. Like, I, I don't know if it's a fear, but it's like something that you know how, like, if you like if you have an anxiety attack, you like it hits you really bad. It's just fucking blood, blood. See it any kind of blood mm. fucks with me in a, like mm. a, in a, a in a biblical way. I cannot because do it. Because it's supposed to be inside and you're seeing it outside. It's just such a weird <laughs> color. The color of blood is weird. <laughs> it's too red. <laughs> it's an unworldly red. People need to keep that licorice candy colored shit inside of them. <laughs> Your no. blood or anyone's blood? Anyone's blood. Doesn't matter whose it is. It does okay. not matter. Like just What happens blood if you cut general. yourself shaving? Do you not look at yourself until it's healed? Why are you trying to trap me? Why are you trying I'm to make I'm wondering. I'm just asking. No, if I cut myself, then generally uh, I say, bad, Matt, you did bad. Why are you so <laughs> bad at everything? And then I don't look at myself anyways because I'm being fucking stupid. Like the thing about the blood thing is it's not so much like a fear as much as it's just an extreme anxiety. Now, if there is something that mm. I like am deathly mm. afraid of, like I would have to say it would be small spaces. I don't like being in small spaces Ooh. like those horror, uh, horror, those horror things where they like make you sidle along the walls in the dark and nope. you have like, like, I don't know if you've ever been to a haunted house that did that. Yes. But I had to be um, dragged out at one point because I could not find the next way. And I was holding up the entire line because I was freaking the fuck out. Mm. So made a rule, ask myself, but blood, pregnant women in small spaces. So basically, like if a woman was giving birth in like a small space. <laughs> It'd and be that you had to be in with yeah, her. Yeah, if I had to be in, yeah. it would be hell. That's what my that's what my eternal punishment in hell will be. Mine would be if you're if I was in a confined space with cockroaches and it was dark, like there weren't any lights. So like fear factor, like literally fucks yeah. me up. Yes. I could yeah. not. And the also thing where fire they pour roaches there. all over you. No. Yeah, mine would be if a bug touches me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an everyday risk. I love a constant fear. I'm also really afraid of home invasion. I have like nightmares about it once a week. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I was listening to that Uzumaki episode yeah. and, and yeah. the Jeff being like, I got a I got a weapon right next to me. <laughs> it's you. Yeah. Yep. Is that it just fire. like a conditioned thing if you move to Baltimore? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a sense of uh protection and like yeah, just fight or flight yeah. situation. If mm-hmm. anyone invades my safe space, like Oh no! Oh no! Well, I'm I'm used to thinking that as long as you keep some lights on all night, it mm. looks like people are still up. Decreases the chance. I don't know, I don't know if people in Baltimore care about that. Well, they maybe they don't, but I've I've always even here I normally keep a light on somewhere in my apartment just perpetually. Mm. Mm. That's smart. I Jeff just make refresh the. Oh, I was gonna say I just make the place look so crappy mm. that uh you don't want to rob it. That's my uh, strategy. Like you just, uh, you just, all it takes is just not hedging the bush just a little bit. And they'll be like, fuck, this dude's nasty. He don't, he don't even care about his bushes. I'm not going in there. There's no telling what kind of trash will be in there. Uh, yeah, Jeff, what's your, uh, what's your fear? Yeah. The home invasion, uh, trapped in the house with fire. Oh, that's a good one too. As a child, I would, I would like be in my head about crashing. Like if we were on a bus, like a Greyhound bus going somewhere, like I would just be in my head the whole time, like how is the bus gonna be destroyed? Is it gonna go mm. off this bridge? Oh, <laughs> just like oh. constant anxiety about this stuff. Yeah, I think a lot about that kind of stuff before I do the thing. So like before I go driving, I'm like, damn, what the fuck am I gonna do if I crash this car? Like I don't trust myself. And then I get in the car, I'm like, okay, bitch, you got this. But <laughs> what were you thinking that for? I have been on an airplane three times, and every time we've hit turbulence, and now I'm just like, I'm going to die by a plane. Yeah, so, flying. Yeah. Flying? Ha- I have no qualms with flying. I love flying. I think it's the yeah. funnest thing in the whole world. <laughs> I think I'm, like, <laughs> rare. Yeah, the fun, the fun angle of it hinges 100% on whether you got your own little... TV on the head of the seat in front of you. If you can just watch movies and TV the whole time, then I'm right there with you. I'm Mm. I'm ready for this shit. Final Destination. That's what you should be watching Lifeline. (laughs) (laughs) Anything Final Destination I think about all the time. Oh, yeah, but they do that. They make it like excessive. What if a log fell off a a truck, conveniently shattered your windshield and went through your head all adjusting for the fact that, you know, you didn't just swerve out of the way. Is that scary? You scared? Yeah, bitch, what if? <laughs> well, I mean, it got excessive to, like, the fifth one where it's like, what if you were getting laser eye surgery and the laser <laughs> hit a mirror, went through a winch, went through a, a magnifying glass and, like, burned you alive? Isn't that scary? I'm like... I would hope that my family gets $2 billion with that, that kind of fucking meteoric, like, accident. At least they'll be living well. Our drive to work, there's lots of trucks that carry lots of tubular things with circles that I always think are going to fall off and impale mm. me through the windshield. Mm. Fair. Well, uh, speaking of circles that can also be spirals, I guess we'll get on to the proper discussion about the anime, or today's anime. Yes, this is another misery, and as you know in misery, we cover the worst, the wildest, and the weirdest that anime has to offer, and this is definitely one of the three, and not two, I would believe. Uh, it's definitely some of the worst. 
brought to us by Studio Dean. It was released in 2018 in the winter season. 12 episodes and two OVAs, directed by a Mr. Shinobu Takashira. Uh, you know what? I, Shinobu Takashira. I am not going to misgender anybody again. Really? Dean made this one? Of course Dean made this one. <laughs> it's bad, yeah. isn't it? What have it I been telling you? Love, been, right? Old Dean is the best, though. Yeah, old Dean. put that out there. Old Dean. But not kisses. They didn't do kisses, did they? Oh, shit. They f- feel the kisses. They Yo, yeah, what, what, so okay, what is bye. old studio okay, Dean? Ranma. Yeah, Ranma. Mason Okoku. You're Ooh. under arrest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the mighty All have that. fallen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, like, the, the difference between Mason Okoku and Junji Ito collection is, is vast. Yeah, what, what the fuck happened? Uh well, did, did everybody good at their job retire? I mean, could be partly it. <laughs> they I all think died, that's it. passed away. <laughs> it's got to be it. I mean, because they don't uh they don't really put out a whole lot of good stuff past um. I'm gonna make a bold claim and say, I'm gonna say 2000. I'm gonna say 2005. That seems like a good year. I don't know. I really don't know, but everything I've seen by them except. Except, and I was really surprised. I recently watched Kono Suba, and I was like, "Damn, this Damn, good! Dean Who made did that, this?" Though, right? And I was like, "Dean did it! Holy shit!" Mm. Directors really are the most important facet of a anime production, <laughs> then, because it was wild. But yeah, the the mighty have indeed fallen because uh, this show kind of shit. Yeah, I gotta say, right off the bat, first episode because of the the like kind of whimsical and and free-spirited background music you know mm-hmm. like like the, the score <laughs> to the kid mm-hmm. with the nails which in retrospect i i thought well maybe that stuff is supposed to be funny but mm-hmm. i at that moment when i was watching it i was like are these people even trying like what the fuck is going on why <laughs> this isn't scary at all you know like this is like just kind of goofy is totally not what i'm looking for I went in knowing full well that this was like a joke because, you know, there's so many people who have put out or so many creators who have made, you know, just big dissections of the show and how it's a Mm -hmm. failure to his work. And so I I went in knowing that and I thought, you know, maybe they're being too harsh because these people are paid to critically analyze. So I went in open minded. But that first episode is fucking rough. (laughs) <laughs> it's i i thought I, I didn't understand it either dan i thought from that first episode like this was trying to be funny and then i was like oh no but it's doing comedic things but it's doing scary at the same time and the vibe was just not there and it only persisted the more the more episodes that went in the more i was like this is trying yeah. to be scary but i'm just laughing at it <laughs> Yeah, and the OP and ED don't help with that either. The, like, kind of sensitive, dynamic indie rock, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, not not doing the material any favors here. You know, Monster has a scarier OP and ED. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan has scarier OP mm-hmm. and EDs than mm-hmm. the Junji Ito collection. But I feel like I feel like all of his work that isn't manga, that isn't, like, written, has the same vibes to it. Like everything, like Uzumaki, like Tomie, like all of that stuff has that mm-hmm. like weird whimsical nature to it, which is like 
baffling that it's still put into like the horror genre i guess because like the themes and some visuals because mm. there is blood in this mm. and some other well, gross things gross well going gross back things. to our episode i i'm 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 gonna stand by this that horror it doesn't have to have blood it doesn't have to be viscerally like gory mm-hmm. in my opinion mm-hmm. i don't yeah. think it has to be and mm-hmm. most horror is comedic like you think about like uh, uh, goosebumps and like Tales from the Crypt. A lot of those shows are silly, mm-hmm. you know. Growing up watching them, I'm like, it doesn't have to be completely scary. I mean, even like um, some of the sh- some of the episodes in Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. over the top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. And uh, if Brad was here, he'd been saying the same thing he's been saying this entire Junji Ito thing. It's what you place yourself in that horror world. And, like, you have to be kind of in the mood to understand and just look over some of the silliness for the actual horror. And, honestly, a lot of the stuff from just his works that I was reading manga for him, they kind of persist in that more, a little bit more horror of existence in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And just the horror that this is happening, like, the horror of the moment. Not so much, ah, there's this big booger and they're going to get you, horror, Mm -hmm. as much as it's just, well, some of these stories have the, ah, big booger and they're going to get you. But... I think you know, a lot of his work deals with like mental perception. Yeah. From the characters mm-hmm. and from the person like viewing it. Because there were a couple episodes where I was like, okay, I can see how this is horror. I'm I'm a little scared. This got some spook vibes. But most of the time it's just fucking weird and funny. I'm just like, what is going on? Does he <laughs> who does he know this is funny? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, and that that could be something that suffers from, you know, being adapted from manga. I mean, it's like, you know, there's not a lot of good uh, video game movies because, you know, that's a video game and that's a movie. They don't translate well. When, you know, there's a lot of anime that take manga and make it really good. But I think that him, Junji Ito and Kentaro Miura are both masters of manga and that you can't really adapt that shit and make it have the same justice. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just think that re- reading some of these after viewing them, some of my more favorite chapters or stories, I read them and I was like, yo, the lack of color is already a big help on some of these stories mm-hmm. because that that just black and white and just shades of like gray, it makes a more horror struck yes. sort of environment than colors because honestly, yes. this anime has some shitty, muddy ass colors. It looks like it's just awful in some parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... It just it doesn't do it right, so it's kind of odd. You would think that because well, horror is based about you know horror is a fear of the unknown, and once you have colors that could signify what you're looking at, then you're kind of just like, well, I know what I'm seeing, and it's not that scary. Mm-hmm. So that could be a factor too. Yeah, do we think that anime adaptations of Junji Ito's work would benefit from being strictly black and white? Or do we think that color is acceptable? It's just that this particular show got it wrong. Well, they're banking on that black and white thing because Uzumaki is supposed to be entirely black and white like a manga. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So, but they're also, it's only four episodes, so that's kind of concerning as well. What? What? Yeah. yeah. That's what also, I read. I think that Junji Ito should not have a hand in anything that is animated that's his work because he, I feel, because I'm pretty sure I've read that he has, like, control over, like, how it looks and stuff. He's, like, 
mm. in he got his hands in there mm. and um i think he makes it more whimsical because he is himself whimsical he's such a nice little man i know and i'm like you need to you need to <sighs> cut the cord and let someone else take your story and make it actually well, scary <laughs> going back to the color though like i've and i'm thinking about i'm going back into the manga and a lot of his stuff that he's painted i don't particularly like it's all like you said it's muddy mm-hmm. and sort of lacks uh refineness or fineness i don't know like it like even the cover of of, of shiver yeah you know what i mean it, it's sort of maybe they, maybe that's what he wanted I don't, to your point yeah i mean i don't like we never know how much they have a hand in this kind of production outside of mm-hmm. what people know and if the project does bad like you know obviously this one did everybody's gonna be like well i didn't have anything to do with that that was somebody else's fault and I mean, there's just the the choice of the choice of some of the stuff they adapted. I'm just like, did they want this to be more of a uh, like a creep show, you know, sort of vibe with stuff that's weird and then stuff that's kind of scary? Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's just it's weird. It's weird. Like if you're gonna do a Junji Ito collection and adapt his stories, why wouldn't you do the uh, the fault story? You know, like mm-hmm. that's like the yeah, best just, one. Mm. Are the best one I've experienced, I should say. When I'll just put out there, I don't really like short story things. So, like, if you're short, like Goosebumps and uh, um, Creep Show and stuff like that, like, I'm not a fan of the short story, like ghost, uh, what, what, campfire story situation ever. <laughs> like, I would much rather, yeah. like, watch something from beginning to end, like full, fully realized story that I like, that's why I like Uzumaki the most out of all of his manga, mm-hmm. because it's like a fully realized thing that is different from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of that middle section is kind of episodic in a way, you know, it's like that girl should have moved out of that house. Like the moment that their hair started acting alive, I would have been like, fuck this town. No, <laughs> like I, I mean like for me, for just from my limited experience of horror, the moment that you see the bad guy, it needs to go down, you know? So I would find it hard for there to just be a consistent bad guy, if that's making any sense. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these stories for me, the moment that they reveal the this is this is the thing that's happening, then it kind of just falls flat for me because some of it some of it feels too short and some of it feels way too long. Like there's one story the crossroad story like i don't even know what the fuck that was it just felt like it was empty wait the one where the where you ask if your love is going to be realized yeah yeah that one uh, yeah. yeah i didn't like that one yeah the the bad guy or like the spooky the spooky thing i guess is the <laughs> that there's a member of bts guy. walking around yeah a member <laughs> of bts walking around <laughs> Yo, have you guys been to McDonald's? Apparently, BTS has a McDonald's meal with like special sauces. Yeah, I have not been to McDonald's for this, mm. but I've seen it on the internet. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. I go a lot. I'm a whisper dog. Looks like we're going, to, Mc- going there for Wait, lunch. Wait, have you done it? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Okay, we can talk about stupid Gigi Ito again. <laughs> I said I hate it. I was trying to be low key about it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm not a stan. Is it good but though? Is it good though? Are the sauces a, good? It's okay. Are they weird? Not really. I mean, it's it's a, for an American palate. It's got like five grams of sugar in each spoon, <laughs> in each packet. Oh, 
That's the secret to American sauce. Sugar. Sugar and corn corn syrup. Well, one said it was a, a soy sauce. Sweet soy sauce. Yeah, it, it, that one's the one that I think, like, if they kept on the menu, I would be okay with. Mm. But I know they're not because, you know, it's just McDonald's. Mm. I'm not a chicken nuggy fan, but I was just wondering if anybody has eaten that one. Not a fan of okay. the nuggets. Yo, I, okay. I, tried, I tried having some spicy chicken nuggets for McDonald's a couple months ago. My tastes have changed, man. When I was a little kid, I liked that shit. But as an adult, it's inedible. I couldn't even finish it. <laughs> Literally couldn't Damn. even finish it. I tossed them half away. Uh-huh. Yeah, but refined I've, palate, I've turned, Dan. I've turned the corner. I've turned, yeah, I've turned the corner into adulthood. <laughs> the pink slime no longer appealing to me. No, I will always love Big Macs. <laughs> Hmm. Fair. Yeah. I can't think of one. I like. I think there's a thing from a kid I still eat as far as fast food goes because I used to be all about them nuggies, but now I'm now I'm a tendy kind of guy. If you, uh, oh, yes. he linked tendies now. Okay. Yeah, I've I've grown up. I I'm very mature. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, going back to Junji Ito, um, <laughs> I really did not like the supermodel story because like. You fucking show me the bad guy right from the beginning. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you're ugly. And everyone's saying like, oh my God, there's no way you can be a model because you're so ungry, ugly. And then like, and then like everyone's like, oh, I heard she's eat people. And then as soon as she opens her mouth, she's got spiky teeth. I'm like, okay, where is this going? Because like, who cares now? You yeah, already revealed everything all, to me. All of, all of this stuff hits a lot harder in, in the written form than it does in the anime and i was i was thinking about why why that was and what could be changed about the anime to have this stuff hit a little bit better because i like that story you know when in the manga you know and mm-hmm. and in general like i i i uh, my own tastes are, are um diverging from you yours here amelia because i i like the junji ito style of like just these little glimpses of horror you know these little Mm. glimpses of taking you know something that is an everyday thing like slugs you know and twisting it into this horrific thing and there's not some like big plot there's not characters per se it's just a a moment you know where real life suddenly is different you know where real life is suddenly different from how you expect it to be and that's very unsettling uh and that I all of these short stories hit appropriately, you know. When I when I look at them in the manga, when I skim through them, like, yeah, this is all good stuff. And in the anime, none of it hits. Uh, and yeah, why is it is it really as simple as oh the art style? You know, character design and art style is really bad, and it's like not animated very fluidly. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if it had better animation, would that really do the trick? Would that be would that fix everything i don't know i don't know how like is it a problem of just the mechanics or is it something more fundamental to the way of horror you know that that is just hard to animate it Mm. Mm. here's the thing i think uh horror is most scary when someone takes something that you haven't seen in real life so like if they took that lady who had all the holes in her they took all the, took that lady and made her like actually real with like special effects makeup and like uh, maybe not like digital effects, but like 
if I were to see this person in real life, quote unquote, like in a movie in like Mm -hmm. real life, I feel like absolutely I would be terrified of that person. But because it's uh, it's cartoon. Yeah, it's not like it's it takes a level of like reality away from me personally, where I'm just like, I okay, uh, I, uh, I don't get why this is scary. Like in it on paper, it should be scary because like someone with holes all over their body, like that's scary. Yeah. But because I'm like seeing it the way I'm seeing it with like the music that's behind it. I'm just like, this isn't scary at all. Like trypophobia is a bitch. Fear of all them tiny holes. That's, yeah, mm, I'm, I don't get that. Mm, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with tiny holes. No. <laughs> Not clustered up like that. No. You don't no. Like, you don't, like, don't like holes. You don't like coral. You don't like coral. But beads. don't you don't like, you think like, like all all of your skin pores are kind of like tiny holes clustered yes, up together? Yes, but I can't see them. So I can just pretend they're not there. <laughs> Word. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> so like, yeah, got it. Understood. <laughs> it takes, I'm just saying it takes that level of reality away from me where I'm just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think my, my, my fundamental belief as to what this show did wrong is a case by case basis because mm. some of these stories, there is a story that I do actually like. Um, let me see if I can remember. I've got them all pulled up. I, I really like the gentle goodbye one, but that one's not scary, you know? The the one about the uh, bringing people back to dead. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like one, that one, too. That one is really good. And the adaptation me. isn't yeah. bad. It, it's perfectly service, serviceable. It's it's decent. But these other ones, like... Uh, the, Do you think the, it's like the characters that are unlikable? No, I don't think I don't think the character writing is the issue. Because I really did not like that Shunichi boy. I hate him I like so much. So annoying. I hate him so much, and I hate oh, that like yeah. three episodes were dedicated to his story. Uh, I'm just like, can you get fucked already? Shunichi is great. No, he's just literally a child. He's but a Japanese not... problem child. Yeah, yeah the Japanese problem child spitting nails at the cloth teacher uh. that they've turned real. Oh my god, the cloth teachers get out! <laughs> like what? Uh, that was I so mean, stupid. <laughs> I mean, on concept, that could be scary too. Like if a Muppet wanted to murder me, I'd be like, "Oh shit!" But. I, that was a very comedic episode, especially when it was spitting nails in Suichi's butt. I was actually like, this is kind of funny. Oh my so, god. I think I the Suichi. I forgot about episode, the butt thing. It was good. The Suichi episodes were good. I liked those. Oh, no, I did not like those. Okay, I'll tell you the two episodes that I liked um, are the two stories that like actually scared me were um, the one where the family moves into a house and the little boy's laying in his bed. At night, and the woman's like, "Hey, hey, are you awake?" And I'm yeah. like, "Holy fuck!" Like, if mm-hmm. and if anyone did that to me, like, <laughs> I would be out of that room. I would not have stayed in that room. Um, I would have been like, "Yo, parents, hello. We need to like board up this room. Nobody can go in it. There's a crazy lady that lives next door." And then her fucking arms were like growing so that she could reach the fucking window. If somebody ever taps on my window. <laughs> at a window that cannot be tapped at i'm out i'm out of the house like i'm not going back in that room ever again <laughs> like that one legitimately like i was like okay i see where you're coming from junji ito okay because that's scary and she's like yeah. talking to him the whole time and i'm like can you shut yeah. the fuck up i'm trying to sleep 
I I, I kind of had the opposite reaction. I didn't. I mean, I understood that. Like, I understood the angle of how it's scary, but couldn't you just be like, "Excuse me, ma'am, could you please be quiet? I'm trying to sleep." You know. No, she was freaky looking. <laughs> She's free. She wasn't gonna leave you alone. Yeah, but, but why would you like just because? I mean, maybe she's got some kind of difficulty. These windows are paper. Freaky. They're made out of paper. Yeah, that's getting grudge vibes from that. I'm just saying, if I see if I see a disturbing looking person, and you know, I don't vilify disturbing looking people in real life. You know, like no. if there is a <laughs> grotesque woman next door trying to interact with me. I wouldn't be like, God, you know, it's like be like, you know, hello, you know, fellow human hello. being deserving of How are basic you? human. No, but she's <laughs> invading your personal space. She, Dan is calling you judgmental as fuck. Of really. He's like, <laughs> I, don't I don't care. judge people based on how care. they look. He's like, I, I would have helped her, and you are if a bad you, person. If you would have saw this woman in real life, absolutely you wouldn't even be talking to her. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm telling no, but you. I, I understand. Like, I understand the the horror angle here. I, I don't think this is a bad horror story. I'm just saying, like, as I watched this, I was like, I don't know. Couldn't you just like disengage? She, just no. like go to another room. She literally, <laughs> she had a laundry pole that was going to go into his room. Yeah, only because he opened the window. Just keep the window closed. <laughs> These windows are made out of paper. They're paper windows. Does it say they're paper windows? No, but it's like a Japanese house. So like paper walls and paper windows are usually like what are in Japanese houses. How the fuck is a window going to be paper? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm saying, just saying like. Uh, I'm saying if you okay. shove a laundry pole through my window trying to get into it, I'm How flipping the fuck did they get that out. paper to look like glass? Um, I'm flipping out. Okay. You're not coming anywhere near me. <laughs> I'm going to try to murder you. <laughs> So one another one that I thought was kind of funny in a similar way was the one about the vinyl record. And I, I kind of felt like, isn't this oh just God. what record collecting is like in general? Yes. <laughs> this is what yes. I thought. This is, this is when I was watching that. I was like, this is what Dan does. He goes to the mm-hmm. record store and then he gets the record. And yeah, you know, you see somebody and- like playing a state children flexi, and you're like. You know, they made 500 of those, but then, you know, drummer tossed 300 of them in the garbage. There's only 200 left, you know, and you're like all wide eyed and like, I really need to get this record from you, dude. You know, really need this record. I I don't know if I could survive without this record. It's right here in front of me. I need this record. I feel that. Well, then you got the creepy, you got the creepiness of the record. I'm going to assume that whoever hears it dies in seven days. It's like the ring, but record version instead of yeah. VHS. Also, the the lengths you have to go through to find a turntable to play something on when you don't have a turntable at home is oftentimes really surprising. I, I felt some some uh, sympathy. What for our, I thought it was kind of quick. Protagonist. Well, she was she was like. She stole the record, but she didn't have a turntable. And then she like went to one record store, and their turntable was broken. And she went to like a restaurant. And uh, yeah, she went into the first cafe, and I was like, "Bitch, turntable! What cafe just has record players <laughs> hanging out yeah. that you can use?" I was like, "Okay, found that real quick." But uh, I mean, it's just like I know it's just to prove the narrative point. But like, what if I brought a record into a store like that? I was like, "Hey, could you put this on for me?" They'd be like, "No." Yeah. No, thank you. And they'd be like, um, excuse me, our music is all digital through um through internet radio, so we don't have a player of anything. Yeah, but I, I think I mean I think it depends on the store and, and kind of who's working and your relationship to the store. I mean I I I would take test presses over to celebrated summer and spin them on Tony's turntable just to see yeah, how it's Yeah, but sounded. that's Tony. 
Spadoni. Spadoni. That's Tony, and he's it's a punk record store. Yeah. Of course, he would want to listen to your punk. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Play my swingle singers. Scott singing Bach. Play that for me, baby. <laughs> what was the What was the other one that you liked, Amelia? The other one that fucked me up, and I I think about this. I've thought about it every day since because it fucked me. Really? Up. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's the the pimple one. Oh well, that's yeah. Okay, so this this. Mmm, freshly squeezed. It is so disgusting. It's so disgusting. Someone else explain it. I can't even. Oh, I'm going to throw up. I'm literally turning the pages to the uh, scene that you love. <laughs> <laughs> They're like literal noodles. Okay, so in this so in this in this one, this family lives in they have a yakiniku uh this restaurant and um it's caked in oil. Because it's you know they're frying up some meat all the time, and was it the dad or was it the brother? It was the brother first, right? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Okay, so the brother is like, it starts drinking oil. His brain's getting warped from all the oil. It's like seeping into their pores, and he's like covered in pimples. Like relatable, right? I mean, yeah. um, still covered, <laughs> but here we are. Um, and he literally, his face is literally covered in pimples. And he's popping all, he squeezes his face all the way to the front, like uh, like you would do when you were a kid to make a weird face. And literally all of his pimples ah, are popping yeah, on yeah, yeah, this yeah. girl's face. Ah. And she's like not even, she's not even like moving, number one. And the the goo that's coming out is like noodles. Like, do you know how <laughs> thick the bacteria in your pimple has to be for it to come out like a noodle? Sounds extremely satisfying to me. Oh my yes. god! There are videos on YouTube of people no, doing this. No, okay, so, <laughs> and the, I think the reason why I don't like this one Cyst. had acne for for forever. Um, it's not fun. Uh, two, I w- used to watch, you know, like everyone did. Um, I used to watch Jackass and like Bam Margera's like mm. reality TV show, where um one of the cutscenes. You know, before and after, like, the actual episode, they would do, like, dumb shit. And it has, there's a scene of Bam Margera squeezing a pimple for so long, it was literally noodle-like down his face. It was, like, all, like, (laughs) it literally looked like a ramen noodle coming out of his face from squeezing one pimple. Yeah, and it stuck with you? It's so gross. It's so gross. It is. What's what's worse, the consumption of oil cooking oil or the pimple itself both i think it's like in (laughs) like all together because like can you imagine actually like drinking oil i don't know if your body could like actually drink oil i do it all the time Mm. that's just american cuisine for you yeah no but like literal like like, what does that do to your stomach that's all i could think about like just just taking a can of olive oil and yes tossing it back not even, olive, not even not even olive oil, oil. On the counter. like like canola like vegetable oil like yeah like not yeah. tasty there's a there's a pizza place nearby that like their top layer is coated in oil like no if i get a slice i have to like dab it with with a paper towel to get that all right. off <laughs> right right yeah it's absolutely like i think i've drank oil because of that so i think it i think you'll live no. i drink oil at home kids and find out for me 
not no don't yeah want to make your insides really slick and then you poop <laughs> uh, it's like lubrication for your insides no i don't think that's how it works yeah. it's not no. <laughs> yeah I, I know but it's it's cooler to think of it that way he's like it'll make the piss come out smoother yeah, yeah. <laughs> piss will be real yeah, thick. Thick piss. Thick piss. Thick piss. Thick piss. That's the name of their. That's the name of our next band, Dan. Right, yeah. Thick piss. Thick piss. All right. Damn. I'm locked that band. Uh, did anybody else have any stories that they uh, really liked or that fucked with them uh, to put a more a better term from the show? Dan's gonna be like, no. Did anybody feel anything um, except just me? All right, cool. Oh, that's cool. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just. I mean, I. I didn't like the scarecrow episode. That one, I oh, that, that one was, was weird. Yeah, oh, that one was weird. The the uh, peephole peephole episode. Oh uh, yeah, interesting. That Very is interesting. really interesting because. Um, <laughs> I didn't really mind that episode. I mean, I get like the, (laughs) I thought that her like, um, I thought that the fact that it was her family that was peeping in on her was fucking weird. Okay. Because if my family was trying to peep on me and like, that's just fucking creepy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their avoidance was also like disconcerting. yeah, like the like uh, w- was it the brother that had the finger because he was like yeah. poking his finger in, and yeah. the dad had the what was the dad? He was I the one who had an eye patch on. That was okay. hilarious. Okay, so okay, and then like, what happens if a penis just popped up? You know what I mean? Like that's creepy. That's what I was thinking hole? the whole time. Yeah, like <laughs> I was like, okay, so if people are shoving their fingers in these holes in <laughs> their eyeballs and it's your family, that's fucking creepy, dude. So you're telling me that yeah. he, the, the, little, the, the big brother could have shoved, shoved his peepee through the uh, through the hole. Yeah, That would have been my saying. kind of anime at that point. And I would have been like, okay, bitch, yes, I get it. I I I kind of found that that uh, that segment interesting because where it ended up, I was like, "How the what are we doing? How did this get to this point? What is this? Why are we suddenly spirited away?" Yeah, it's, it's a it's like a weird twist on on you know communist utopia that every single place is public space. There's no mm-hmm. privacy. Everybody can just go walking around literally anywhere they want. The only privacy you get is the privacy that you can institute on your own body which is the mask. Otherwise, yeah, you're just living living a public life. And, you know, if you're into that, you know, if you're like an exhibitionist, then this is a pretty thrilling way to live. You know, the way the aunt uh, seemed really juiced on, on living this kind of lifestyle. She was juiced. She was juiced. <laughs> yeah, this is actually the episode I watched dubbed because I went over to Funimation to watch this episode because it was censored on Verve. Oh, mm-hmm. the censoring did not help either. Yeah, uh, that that aunt has tiny nipples. Oh, yeah, what? I didn't big get boobs to watch and tiny nipples, the... or tiny boobs, tiny nipples, tiny nipples, and and moderate sized boobs. Oh like, damn, mm. I fucking saw that shit censored, man. She just like had her yeah. underwear on or something. She no, was, she, she had a black bra and black underwear. Did she? She was she was butt naked in the in the Funimation one. Yeah, but you only got the dub and the Funimation, and that dub was uh, not doing it for me. Fascinating. Well, I, 
I wanted to see, you know, like I'm just that kind of person. I wanted to see when they had that. Uh, the he um, wants to see the boobs and the nips. Yeah. That's yeah. his yeah. kind of Let's person. Jack the Ripper <laughs> slashed that dude, and I was like, oh sweet, I got to see what that was. And it wasn't even worth it. But I was like, well, at this point, I should just finish it. And then I saw titties, and I was like, well, <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise, I guess. What's but. worse, tiny nipples or gigantic nipples? Gigantic nipples. Nipple, okay. ideally, ideal nipple, small and perky. <laughs> talking like a couple centimeters? Are we talking like, yeah, like what's small? half an inch? You know, yeah, like, what, what are we, we talking? I'm talking uh, diameter. I mean, yeah, diameter. Diameter. Penny sized? Is that too small? Or half dollar? Half dollar seems talk- a little bit Are big. we talking orange? <laughs> are we talking orange or apple? I mean, it depends on like it depends on like I'm not gonna like it depends on how the boob itself is actually structured. If it can handle the large nipples, then it's pretty good. But if it's not and it's small and it's all nipple, then it just looks like a pep- slice of pepperoni pizza. Then I don't know about that. Hmm. Hmm. There's a science to this, I'd imagine, but but she had she had tiny nipples, and I was like, oh wow, that's something I was not expecting to see. And also, I did not read that. I did not read anything into that episode at all, Dan. That is a. Uh, that's some big boy thinking. I didn't. I just was like, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think that's what they were going for, but it, it just, uh, you know, just occurred to me. <laughs> just, I mean, it, now Dan's perception. That's a good perception. That's uh, I I literally I just thought that it just descended into some other story, and I didn't know why it suddenly became that. Yeah, I was. And, I would, I, I'm kind of curious what the everyday life is like in in that town where there's just no. <laughs> No private space whatsoever. Well, that and everything, nothing is like outside. Everything is like covered with with house. Yeah, you really wouldn't get any vitamin D, would you? None. You'd have to take supplements. Mm. It'd be like winter 24-7. Yeah, it's a very very shitty way to live. I think that would be really unhealthy for people. That's a real horror here, just taking uh, vitamins. yeah, Yeah, I think... It would fuck with people. I feel I like the, everyone in that town would literally go insane. Yeah, I guess the real horror, the real understated horror of that story is the fact that none of those people see sunlight. <laughs> it's a terrible way to live. <laughs> she was real white. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else kind of fucked with me? Uh, but not like in a severe, severe way. The, uh, well, I thought it was going to go one way and it didn't. The uh, Marionette Mansion one. Matt, don't, Matt doesn't like puppets. I don't like you puppets. puppets. I don't like you puppets. puppets? Mm. I don't like puppets. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought the story was going to go into something really, really different. You know, I thought it would be more. I, I guess I was expecting a more visceral horror because puppets. Just whenever I think of puppets or living dolls, I'm just expecting like, you know, just Chucky. brutality. You know, mm. stuff I think like what's that. more but scary it, it didn't about really dolls. Go in that yeah, I think what's more scary about dolls is if they're not being controlled by a person. <laughs> so, like, as soon as you put strings on them and, like, a, a second party needs to control them, then I'm, like, out. But if, like, a doll is just, like, sitting in a living room and nobody knows how it got there and then it starts doing stuff, like Chucky, I'm out. <laughs> no, no thank you. How do, how do you feel about animatronics? In what in what way? In what sense? <laughs> like, do you think animatronics are are disturbing because they're like dolls without human control? No, I think I like that. Where 
I think it's like the unknown factor of like how a doll gets somewhere if it's possessed or whatever. Like, have you seen, um, uh, there's a doll that, um, has given people heart attacks, um, from seeing their image on the internet. I forget what it's called. I think it's like Billy or, uh, no, it could be Robert. I think it's Robert yeah, the gonna, doll. I'm look this shit up. Um, yeah, I'm about so, to, uh, I'm about to go give myself a heart attack too. Yeah, so um, there's this doll named, I'm pretty sure it's Robert the Doll, and it was on the Zach Bagans, um, like, museum of horror things, and people bring him things to put in this museum that are possessed or um, cursed or, like, whatever, ah! and um, <laughs> did you see it? No, it's just, I, I, I just, I, I, so, I... What? Like okay, so I clicked it on Im- clicked on images, and the way that my uh, my my Chrome is set up, it's like I have you guys on the right of the screen, and Chrome mm-hmm. is a tiny little bit of the left of the screen. And so as soon as I looked up Peggy, it's Peggy, by the way. It's Peggy. Okay. It's Peggy. Indeed. I clicked There's on another Peggy. one named Robert. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm I'm also looking at the Curse of Robert the Doll, but oh, I, 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 saw, different... I see Peggy too. I see Peggy too. Anyways, Peggy's face was just full on on my screen because of the first image, and that was really unnerving. Yeah, a lot of these dolls are like handmade, like someone like used parts of people. (laughs) Like, oh my god! Or you know, like yeah. So they're usually handmade. Um, and this doll, you have to like ask permission to speak to it or talk to it, or if you can take a picture with it, or he will curse you. Oh, Robert and, um, the doll's not someone, scary. someone put his uh, a video of him up on the internet, and people have been have reported having heart attacks after seeing the video. Oh shit! So nah, in the TV Keep show that where they shit away from me. yeah, like in the TV show where Zach Bag- Bagans is like talking to Robert, and Robert's about to appear, it says like, it has like this warning, like if you do not want to like experience <laughs> Robert the doll or potentially have a heart attack like do not watch this next segment and gives you like a jump time i'm gonna watch this like that's that's wild <laughs> i think um it could be on hulu i think it's on hulu because I, oh, I think that's where i watch ghost hunters peggy the doll was creepy though too she just jumped right out at me yeah they're all Damn. creepy chucky was enough for me as a child to traumatize me mm. yeah. Mm. yeah no thanks little people running around <laughs> Biting you at your feet, trying to stab you. I um I don't no, think I was ever okay. super scared of Chucky. Um, just because I never thought like I never understood why people couldn't just like take the knife out of his hands. <laughs> or like why couldn't they just like stomp on him or you know what I mean? Like I would I would the whole time, especially like the one the the one where they're in the factory and they're like melting him and stuff. I'm like, why did you just do this before? <laughs> I'm confused. I mm. I guess it's just you don't think of it at the time. Yeah, if that little motherfucker's chasing you, you're not going to be thinking about how you're going to kill it. You can be running another way. I'd be like, I'm right? going to stomp. I'm going to stomp. Oh, Especially if he's hiding and attacks you. You're just watching TV and then all of a sudden he, he comes slits, out of nowhere. If he slits my just, Achilles tendon, <laughs> you know, that's when I'm... <laughs> yeah, just give him a big-ass kick that launches him and then run away and lock the door behind you. Uh uh-huh. He's got magical powers. Oh, apparently. Anyway, so the doll, the doll one was weird. The puppet ones, yeah, the puppet. I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't think it was that scary. I just don't like. Like I said, I just don't like puppets. 
and I don't like I don't I don't like puppets. I also um I also really it kind of messed with me but just made me uncomfortable and that's the one about the honored ancestors. That one also I I've seen the image, you know, like that I, that's an iconic image, all those foreheads, you know, attached together. And uh I didn't know that was the episode until it got to that point and I was like, "Oh, it's the it's the caterpillar." Caterpillar head episode, cool. Um, it looks like a millipede at first. Yeah, without context, it looks like a millipede or something. Yeah, I thought that's what it was the first time I saw it. I thought it was just attached to his head, and or something like that. And then it turns out it's a bunch of people that are just you know like still alive, telling him to like, you know, take a take an air. So it's kind of creepy, but just uh, really truly a lot of these ended up making me laugh more so than they actually made me afraid. Uh, the slug girl one was kind of funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> it was like, uh, so the dad puts um, puts the daughter in a thing of salt, and I'm like, and her body disappears, and I'm like, bitch, what do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's what kills them. Are you stupid? <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah that's that's exactly what i was like why what would you like for one thing why how'd you get that much salt yeah where you get get that much salt from from? (laughs) where you get it from secondly you know that this kills the slugs do you think like your daughter is going to drink it that she's gonna have dead 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 slug inside of her and then she was a snail she was just a snail with with her head as a uh with her head as the uh, shell and I was just, I didn't think that I was... I like that imagery. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought that looked cool. Oh. I was like, oh, a scary version of Hachikuchi. Aw. I, like I, I like the long dream story. I thought that was legitimately, you know, like, had the potential to be creepy and scary. So yeah. showing that the art style really didn't do that vignette any favors, but... It's the one where the guy it, he has dreams that like last for a long time. Yeah, I, I sound like I'm really Years. stupid. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I feel like all of them sound stupid when you say. Well, that he's like, "What's the long dream one about?" You know, the dreams guys he dreams <laughs> really for a good. long time. Yeah, but that's <laughs> that's, just, that's what I was saying earlier. That the you know the the idea here is to take. Yeah, you know, I think each of these vignettes could you could take one. It's like one noun or like one item, one topic uh, that is an everyday thing, like dreams, and then find a way to distort it and disjoin it in a way that's very uncomfortable and very unexpected compared to the everyday mundanity of it, right? So like when we think about what's supposed to be so scary about dreams, I imagine Junji Ito sitting back in his chair going, what is scary about dreams? Hmm. You know, like, and, you know, same with like the slug girl. It's like slugs. I see them on the ground. What if they were very scary? Hmm? What do you think about that? What if they were very scary? Then you just, couldn't you just do what you said in the, your, your, your Junjito episode? They can all be summarized with stoner, stoner quips. Yeah, exactly. Dude, exactly. what if, like, slugs, but yeah. was a girl? Yeah. But what if sleep was really long? But when you woke up, yeah. it wasn't long at all. Bro, what if you had a dream, and it was like really long 
<laughs> Yo, bro, bro, like, really? Like, what if? What if we all just lived in the open? And yeah. everyone could just like look at us. Yeah. <laughs> Insult. Yeah. In, insert bong rip right after that. Yeah. Greg, throw in a bong rip for all of these. <laughs> Dude, what if there's like this tree and like it was so good, but the tree, when you when you ate the honey, it smashed you and it had warping branches. <laughs> Bro, what Dude. if there was a supermodel? But like, she was she ugly. was ugly. <laughs> Bro, what if she like ate people? Bro, wiggy, dude. Just imagine sitting in a room like smoking weed with Junji Ito, and that's how Junji Ito talks to you, and you're just like, damn, Junji Ito, that's fucking sick, man. That's a great idea. Fuck. Dude, you're saying she was ugly? Dude, you gotta do it, man. You gotta do that. Bro, like, what if, like, you know, if someone tried to talk to you through your window? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, what if our house was, like, greasy? Yeah. <laughs> Mine actually is. I, stare, I, I fry a lot of things. There's a lot of, there's a layer of grease on my stovetop. Oh, so, oh, just this, saying. Oh. This is how it all begins. This Uh-oh. is how it begins. Ten percent oil, oil yeah. saturation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a month, a month from now, you'll be looking through the floorboards at Amelia below you, just like squeezing yourself. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, it's gonna be like what? Yeah. No, there are holes in the floors. I know. <laughs> this Jeff, this is a thing. Through. It's coming. I'm, s- yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what but if it's I was, something. Frying. Like, some chicken and the chicken fell through the floor. And Amelia ate it. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Yo, but if somebody, if something poked its little thing through the holes in my floor, I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because yeah. at least the ones in my kitchen, they lead from the basement to the kitchen, mm-hmm. so I would be fucking flipping out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I thought about covering them up too. I actually have some holes over, over in this corner behind me too that um, I just like conveniently cover up with litter boxes because they scare me. Fair. That sounds like a good strategy to me. That's. You know what else scares me? Like ha- like cr- cracked doors, like doors that are cracked a little bit, so that you can't t- mm. tell oh, really? if there's something behind it. Yeah. Like mm. all, if the doors either have to be totally wide open so i can see or they have to be completely shut but like if you leave a little crack absolutely not oh, can't I, I feel it. like i always leave can't a cracked door so that i no. don't have to go through the hassle of of um turning using, the knob turning the knob to open it yeah <laughs> nope just... all the way open or all the way closed if not i'm freaking i think i've done that before podcast before podcasting with this door behind me where I was like, I gotta close this door because like somebody may come through it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fear towards cracked doors, but I can understand it. 
Yeah. Well, I'll uh, tell you one thing I was I was pleased to see in this collection. Mm-hmm. And granted, I didn't watch the OVAs, um, but Tomie <laughs> made a little appearance, huh? Oh, yeah. The other OVA is Tomie. Yeah, yeah, I think the OVAs well, are Tomie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Painter. Painter was a good episode because it was a little nod to Tomie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's really cool because they could have used a, a lot of Tomie stuff because they do kind of stand on their own. I mean, yeah. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to see Tomie. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a good episode. I think uh, I fell asleep through that episode, but I did watch the OVAs. Well, you are doing more than anybody, I I think, because I, I specifically instructed people not to watch the OVAs. I know, but then I finished it because I was like, oh, this is so easy to watch. Well, I need to, uh, might as well just, you know, watch the other OVA. That's not something about an OVA. I should just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love all the Tomie vignettes. Uh, the painter is one that uh, out of out of all the Tomie material, the painter I think is one of the strongest ones. I oh do. yeah, it's hot. All this shit's hot. <laughs> all this shit's yeah. hot. Well, <laughs> it's just because Tomie is promiscuous. He's like yes. Yeah. He's like and. and? <laughs> and? I thought I it think... was. <laughs> I like Tomie because like she'll never love me. Mm. Yeah, it, she is. Yeah. An, is she an older woman that uh, um, that talks down on you? She well, she's not an older woman, but she does have the like condescending. <laughs> she's like the condescending, alluring, you know, uh, like sexually vibrant. Uh, like, yeah, she's just like hits a <laughs> lot of checks a lot of boxes. And then she like drives you insane, and you like dismember her, and the whole thing is, you know, this, this tantalizing. <laughs> we we all waiting. know Dan's kink I was, now. I was waiting, waiting for the, the word, the buzzword. Totally, yeah, you know. If I could, I mean, if it was consent I'm, involved, cut a, I, dude, cut I'm, I'm just saying. I'm that sorry, I, but tell I, me a consent. Yeah, I'm I'm prepared for Tomie to, you know, like breadcrumb me into a single kiss and then I dismember her. Like I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Ladies, if you are listening and want to get dismembered. Uh, hit Dan make, up. Sh- make sure you got that mole beneath your eye. Yeah, join the Discord. <laughs> yeah, join the Discord. <laughs> join the Discord and talk down to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, that's that's what Discord's for, isn't it? <laughs> hey, True. you have an opinion. My opinion is better. Okay, cool. <laughs> At least that's my experience. That's why we come on uh, Otaku Melancholy just to find out what Dan's kinks are. Yeah, because Dan, 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 it's usually Dan P. reveals one every episode. It mm-hmm. seems like. <laughs> yeah, it's usually P. Some something to do with P. It's just. <laughs> I get in the room and he just talks about P. Like I said previously, I was you in just real life. Right he just, out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tomie, but I don't like I like her story. I like her situation, but I don't like her as a character. I don't. Not a fan. Don't think you're supposed to like her. Why are you so yeah. mean, woman? Ugh. I don't like mean people. <laughs> She's a starfish. You ever met like a friendly starfish that wasn't like pro starfish propaganda? They were right over there by that tree. Yeah, well, I don't see anyone now. <sighs> Look! There's blood on the rocks. And here, blood stains everywhere. 
Wait, it's true? Okay, but where did that bitch go? Now I am the star. Get back here! Oh God! No, guys, wait up! Don't leave me! I've got a bad feeling about today, and my hunches are usually right, even if I try to stop it. Something horrible will happen. A lot of this, a lot of this, these collections just ended up making me laugh, though. Especially, like I said earlier, that smashed one. I was. I really liked that one. Why? I think a lot of blood splatter. We found out blood is my king. So, <laughs> anime blood, though, not real blood. Well, anime blood. I'm. I really liked the anime blood, and then I was upset because they fucking censored the one thing where someone gets slid open and i was like what the fuck man could have seen I came it for, this is horror i came for the blood and the guts <laughs> it's surprising that i had to say i had to say i had to swap over to uh funimation from uh verve because i don't think that's usually been the opposite case these are something that funimation did that was just wrong but i was laughing really hard during that smash when it was just so the first time that dude got smashed, it shocked me. Yeah. Like, it made me, like, you know that laugh that you make when you get really scared out of nowhere? You know, like, the... <laughs> it was it was kind of that. <laughs> well, like, what does it mean to not be noticed while you're eating something when everyone's looking at each other, eating it? You know what I mean? Like, this what were a- the qualifications that got someone smashed? Yeah, this was a a true fear for me for a while. Going back to a childhood is like eat, sitting in a public space eating and then knowing that someone else is watching you eat. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's a direct link to this to this. Well, that is that's what he was trying to say. Probably. But I like would like hide in the food in the corner so nobody would watch me smash. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had a friend Ekiben. like that. Hmm. It was funny though, these giant uh, creatures. How so? They it wasn't just a hand, wasn't it? Was it a hand? They like transported, or they uh, it was like a sticky hand teleported, yeah, and then landed on you. Yeah, they just. I thought it was. I thought it was just a simple like. Just they came out and they would hit you, but when that girl got in the water and she just got, you know, just pounded from the heavens like the the tree <laughs> wanted to make a scene. That I thought off- the juice was exploding them. Oh. That's what I thought. Yeah, when she revealed it was a tree, I was, I was act- when she freaked out about that one guy exploding. That's kind of what sent me in a bad tickle. Hmm. Was it was just so over the top of just the honey, and then when she got in the water, just to say, "Look, I can eat it. I can eat it." I know. I'm like, bitch. You just said, "Don't look at people while they're eating it." There's just so much of these stories that legitimately did have me chuckling for weird reasons. The bridge one, when the first guy got knocked and fell into the river, <laughs> I thought that was pretty, Wait, pretty which funny. One? Which one? The one about the ghosts. You might have been falling. Asleep. You might have fallen. You might have been asleep 
No, I wasn't asleep. I remember the whole granny. She's like going to visit her old granny, and the granny's dead. Yeah, and they every time they sent somebody down river, they hit the same. <laughs> and then the, the same big the pillared. big boy they had to <laughs> put two mats <laughs> together, and I was like. They had Shaq go down the river. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> and he still hit it. It blocked the waterways. I was like, if you just change the music for this, this would be funny. Yeah, I was like, why don't you just put it, set him up in the middle? Why? Why? <laughs> Everyone is getting knocked into this bridge. Are you, are you guys like seeing this? Are you stupid? Do you know yeah. physics? Like, what are you doing? This gives a whole new meaning to Spirit of the Way. <laughs> I mean, they just kept sending people down that river. They just kept falling by all those people who are ghosts, and they just did it again. I'm just. I want to know how many people are in that river. They should have had the bodies piling up at some point. Yeah. I'm trying. There's a lot of moments in this from case to case basis that kind of just made me chuckle a little bit, or I found them particularly funny. We never Mm. talked about the circus, did we? Yeah, no, we didn't talk about the circus one. I don't one. like circuses because that was that was out laugh out loud. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're gonna die, and you know it. And like when the guy, the guy is you know on the trapeze, trapeze, and he's about to jump. <laughs> yeah, and, and he the, the girl's like, don't do it, don't do it. You're gonna die, and he just jumps off, and it, <laughs> the ropes snap. <laughs> he hits the ground. <laughs> just, just yeah, the way he hits the ground is pretty comically. <laughs> <laughs> he just. Just plops there. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> he's. It's just funny. It's just stupid. It's really. <laughs> yeah, it's... I hope they do a mystery anime uh, theater for this at Otakon this year. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that for the unknowing listeners and me? <laughs> Well, Otakon is a big uh, anime. Well, I'm, I know Otakon. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, yeah, so on the sci fi channel, there was Mystery Science Theater 3000, 2000? Yeah, 3000. 3000. Yeah, and uh, so they took this format of, you know, watching. A movie and just you know trashing it as you watched it mm-hmm. and just making comments about it so they they would do this at at conventions uh doing the same thing and i guess they would have like a script whoever was on stage uh and they would just you know i guess uh they would choose some really shitty anime like crusher joe or um uh not transformers but um i don't know some 70s bullshit like get a robo or something like that, yeah. Uh, comedy ensues because if you're watching a dub, especially, that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, think Dragon Ball. What was it, Dragon Ball Z abridged? Even though that's dubbed, yeah. But yeah, same idea. Oh, so I, I didn't realize that when they did this at Otakon, you think they're gonna have you know like hosts up front with the script that they're reading off i i guess i wouldn't when you described this at first i imagined that this was going to be an audience participation where it's just a room full of people just loudly talking over each other that's just a screening yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is a screening with yeah with actual you know panel of people 
and they each have microphones and you know the audio is loud but it's not loud enough where you couldn't hear them you know give commentary <laughs> so every screening i've ever been to has turned into some guy thinking they're the funniest shit ever and just not stop talking except except when uh i saw I think I saw Dragon Ball Super Broly. There's just quiet reverence in this room with all the Dragon Ball Z fans. They was just oh, yeah. uh, Mike got, cool. got a little bit of an accent now. Yeah, they were just quiet. No one said anything except a single solitary damn at one point. But every screening I've ever been to has turned into some sort of just somebody thinks they're really funny. And then it's just, why are you talking? And it's always the one dude that's like alone. Yeah. Like, like two seats next to them. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's me. <laughs> Come vibes. <laughs> well, you're not yelling at the screen, are you? No. Well, not, 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 <laughs> I'm not yelling in from the, at the screen from the front. I'm doing it from the back. So nobody will, uh, oh, okay. Well, that's different. Oh, we'll see. No, I don't, I don't do that. But there is always just that guy who is alone, like you're saying. It's mm-hmm. almost like he just, just nobody wants he to He just talks to the audience. He's just talking to the, the theater. <laughs> and nobody wants them to talk. Yeah, I am so excited for cons to, uh, to be coming back. Super excited for that. But that, I think this show mm-hmm. would be a, a great, uh, would constitute a great one of those episodes, especially some of the more extremely stupid things. Supernatural transfer student is one of them. It turns to fucking like mob psycho there towards the end. I just was, could not believe this was a Junji Ito work when they were zapped <laughs> shooting oh, yeah. at each other. And I was just, <laughs> Junji boy, Junji, my man, if you want to, if you want to be something else, you can, you can be whatever you want to. You don't have to <laughs> pretend, man. They're firing his, lasers. And just, but that was his take on Shonen, I guess. I mean. The Shonen manga. <laughs> interesting take. Uh, it, it did give me a... Kind of weirdly, Madaka Medica boxes, you know, Medica box, Medica box. I've never, I've only seen it written. I've only watched like three episodes of it, so I can make bold claims about it. Megalo box. Uh, M E D A K A box. It is a shonen anime by Neoisin. By Neoisin. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's <sighs> about a uh, about a woman or a, look it up. Yeah, she's pretty hot. I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain. You I'm made not a shonen? Wrong. Yeah, it was in Shonen Jump. Hmm. M E. Yeah. What medical medical box? Medeca box. Medeca. Medeca. Yeah. Let me just say, Medica I didn't. Box. I didn't box. hate this the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started to hate it at, at out of the box or out of the gate rather, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I got about halfway in, and I watched it at night. Mm-hmm. And sort of in succession of two or three episodes, I was like, I'm, in, I'm entertained. Hmm. I don't think it's the greatest thing in the world, but I'm entertained. And I hope 10 years from now we can come back and watch this and laugh together. Fair. Well, I mean, it's been four. We'll have an <laughs> annual meeting where we just watch the Ito Jinji collection. Well, this was supposed to be kind of like that because I think like a year ago is when we did our first collab. And <gasps> Ooh, okay. All right, I see you. You see it? 
Yeah, a little anniversary what? episode Damn. because, you know, we're like besties and stuff. I thought you were talking about Madaka Box. I was like, no. Oh, well, I thought it would be worth being I excited about. I was gasping at our friendship. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, no, it's been a year. It's pretty wild to me. Uh, just the progress that you can make over a year and how many people you can meet and just like be kind of weirdly entangled in their lives. So it's kind of meant to be like that. But then it went like a few months after. But that's not my fault. That's just the schedule's fault and the algorithm that that uh, establishes it. With the algorithm, of course, being Brad's consent <laughs> and what he wants to do. But no, it's been a year, and it's just wild to me that uh, I've known you guys for a year. So, and the first one we did was a. I'm well. I guess technically we do an assistcon show coming up, but. I, when <laughs> when you first asked if we wanted to do it, I was like, "Yeah, what's this con show are we doing now?" And you were like, uh, "I don't always make people watch those." <laughs> I was like, uh, "Yeah, you do." Thinking about it, I don't. I'm looking through our thing right now. Yes, it's always this gun. Yeah, you might be right. You might have a point there. <laughs> this is well. I would. I. I think it's also appropriate if we are the first not Ciscon too. <laughs> it's right. I think every single time first persons come on, they've had to do a show about someone liking someone else that they were either related to, or grew up with in a fashion to where they called each each other brother and sister. Yeah, you made me and Dan do it twice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's still gotta still gotta finish that uh finish doing the, all that the last episode coming to a patreon near you yep it's really <laughs> hard because because uh doing that by myself and well mostly by myself and dan just kind of jumps in there and i'm like i don't know how to segue him in i don't know what <laughs> i'm supposed to do here i need like he just pops in and he pops out and i don't know if i'm supposed to just like have a cop director's commentary with it this is when yes. dan said something about piss it was really funny if you could hear it but we're laughing about it right now oh yeah it should have been a something. trailer episode well it's like three people talking and then every now and then there's a pause and that's when dan has said something oh no and, and you don't i don't know what dan has said so i can't give context outside of our reactions but do we laugh at it yes so okay i, I mean so it's kind of just a, a slow process to get that worked out and actually figure out how to do that and make it not annoying to just see like I'm missing all the best shit because <laughs> he's not talking and I can't hear him. But yeah, been a year and it's just pretty wild to me that I've known people for a year when I thought when doing this podcasting thing, I would just be all by myself. Not even Brad would help me. <laughs> hmm. We miss you, Brad. We miss you, Brad. No, yeah. Brad's always been down for it. I'm just joking. I'm just being sad because he's not here with me right now. It's just nice to be able to make friends like this through it, like people who I'm legitimately interested in their lives and who I have met in real life at this point, which is pretty cool. The fact <laughs> that I was like legitimately like, fuck it, I'm going to Atlanta to see Dan. I don't even know. Like, he could be out there to kill me. That's fine. It's the risks <laughs> we take. Yeah, thank That's God you weren't more sexually alluring and condescending to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey yo I mean I tried but you just weren't picking up you just weren't yeah. picking up my uh, you just weren't picking up while I was laying down you just wanted to you just told me at that cra- at that uh, at the crab tank you know 
Do you think they piss on those crabs are pissing on each other? Oh I shit! Is that what I said? That sounds <laughs> no, it was, I don't think so. I know I we talked about. I know we talked about piss at one point. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of the things that come out of my mouth. To be honest, <laughs> spoken like a true Gemini. Yeah, but if I said it, I stand by it. You know, it doesn't matter if I remember it or not. If I said it, I stand by it. <laughs> oh my god, that was the most Gemini statement I've ever heard in my life. Going through this episode, I enjoyed parts of it, like this show. I enjoyed parts of it. Um, I think I, I echo Jeff's sentiment. By the time it got to the end, I was. It was bad, but I liked it as a comedy anime. And I <laughs> didn't really get much value out of it as far as it being scary. I just thought it was consistently funny or made me laugh, so. That's my that's kind of the take I kept getting from it. I yeah. like first watched this when it was airing and um I got like five episodes in and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. This is not worth it. Um, especially because like my idea of horror is completely different than anime's idea of horror. Mm-hmm. Um and I rewatching it this time around, I was like Maybe I judged it too harshly. Maybe I was not in the right headspace to take this anime on because I didn't think like it was as bad as I thought it was the first time around. Um, but that being said, I don't think it's horror. Hot take. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to get off our high our high horses and uh, just enjoy <laughs> something for what it is. <laughs> Jeff just making the bold declaration to shut the fuck up and enjoy what you got. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I I had a lot of difficulty doing doing just that. You know, as I watched these episodes, what really the feeling I was ultimately left with was wanting to not watch these episodes, but to go read the manga. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and mm-hmm. that was my my biggest takeaway was just the question of what what went wrong you know like what would have been a better way to adapt these stories into anime and is there a way to do that uh, effectively you know like i i refuse to believe that stuff like like i refuse to believe that it is like categorically impossible to take you know some given manga and adapt it into a different you know format or like i guess and 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 i i say that in more of like a, a broad sense that like I, I don't accept the idea that like oh some things just cannot be adapted and like you can't just like take this tv show and turn it into a movie or take this movie or, you know turn it into a book or whatever it just doesn't work and it's like well yeah i realize that um you know there's there's levels of difficulty involved with adapting things and when you adapt a story from one format to another you may need to pull like akira movie versus manga and just kind of create a different story with a similar premise in order to fit the format appropriately um Mm -hmm. so i i'd have to believe that it is possible to see junji ito stuff effectively adapted into anime but how you know what does that look like what are the mechanics of doing that effectively and how do they differ from this anime i still don't know i I, uh Mm. maybe the uzumaki adaptation will shed some light on that but um Mm. yeah guess we'll see 
Yeah, I think it's kind of hard to adapt um, such like a visceral manga because I feel like what Junji Ito does best is the in-between of the panels and the in-between of the page turn. Mm -hmm. It leaves you it leaves you with whatever your mind can make up about whatever's being shown to you in that amount of time. Whereas like with the anime, you're getting shown all of the in-betweens. So it's not left for you to wonder or like make up in your head, which I think is what plays up to the horror aspect of, um, of media. So when everything's displayed to you, it's kind of just like, you don't have a chance to make up your own mind about it. It's already just there on the table. And I mean, they did that with like uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. I feel like um, the book and the illustrations in the book are way scarier than the actual movie adaptation of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the truth. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's because I I can make up what I whatever I want about the illustration in front of me, but when it's being shown to me explicitly, it's kind of just like, oh, well, I mean, okay. <laughs> I thought something different, but <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that. I guess there's a lot that you. I mean, like I can't make a critical analysis of this to say what doesn't work because I'm not any sort of creator of anime or anything like that. But I know that as a viewer, a lot of the things that didn't work for me were really just the fact that the production gave this gave this show a weird amount of levity. And while Jeff brought a point earlier that having levity in your horror production shouldn't and doesn't mean that what you're doing is going to be less scary, when there's a lot of stuff on screen that I'm kind of critically being bothered by, like, you know, just how your animation looks, how there's no sort of lingering sense of dread, how there's no just hanging of uncertainness in what's going on, I'm not scared. And you're not pulling out the imagery that really Junji Ito is known for like that super detailed you know drawings that's unnerving but these drawings are often simplified like the uh the millipede that's millipede heads that's scary as a drawing by Junji Ito because there's uncertainty in it I don't know what I'm looking at I don't know what it is I don't know anything about it and it's very detailed so it's scary but then you get these just productions these imagery that looks flat it just looks flat and Mm. I mean, baseline, taking in these experiences, some of them are adequately scary, but it's just, it feels, I can say that it feels like there honestly was some sort of attempt in some ways, you know? I, but I also feel like there's just a lot of stumbles, especially right on the get-go. I like that OP. I like the song, but... I, I think that all the imagery of the works that are in within show that there's like some level of admiration for the man as a mangaka, yeah. but mm-hmm. then it it's this and it's not that good. So I don't know. I mean, like, I, I would this would be a very much a guilty pleasure watch. There are bits I could watch again. I'd watch that tree one over and over. I, I like, watched. I it. would like to see that in live action. Yeah, some of these stories I think would be good live action stories, you know? Mm-hmm. The pimple popping one, yeah. <laughs> I could, I mean, I could go for a. I think the Slug Girl one would be kind of good. Just live action, you know? Pad that mm-hmm. out for a good uh, two and a half hour runtime. Hour and a half. I don't know how long movies are. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, we didn't even talk about the uh, the Oshi Kiri one. I guess no one that didn't leave an impression on anyone. <laughs> the one about the guy who's in another world or in another realm with his killer self, who's trying to make himself taller because he got bullied. Oh, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, huh. <laughs> Interesting premise. I don't know if they didn't finish the story or what, but I feel like sometimes the stories were cut short. Oh, they definitely it, were. Okay, yeah, and that I wanted more, but it didn't. It fell flat in a lot of ways. Yeah, there's a lot of them that were actually left cut short because I, I like I said, I perused through some of them. The blood bubble one was cut short. The blood bubble. The blood bubbles, the blood bubble bushes, <laughs> the ones about, oh. the, yeah, the that blood one, bushes. the one where they made fruit from their blood, and if you ate the blood of another per, or if you ate your own blood, you'd turn into a vampire. Yeah, it's kind of like a blood sausage, but fruity. <laughs> <laughs> blood sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they <laughs> they could have pushed all of these really if they had just stuck with one story mm-hmm. for a whole ep- entire episode. It's mm-hmm. like one ham on it, six episodes. Maybe it would have worked, worked better as an OVA. Mappa would have did better, I think. Oh yeah, I I, I, signed, I, would, I would sign them up to do something with this show or with these uh, stories. Dean did Higurashi though. Yeah, but Higurashi's mm. not scary. But but the things that make something scary is like the buildup in between scenes. Yeah, and keywords tension. We never use that. Yeah, like, <laughs> and Higurashi does that extremely well. Higurashi does that in some point, at least in the first the first season. Okay, it does some in the and the like. The thing that sticks, the only thing that sticks out with me for Higurashi that I look back on and go, "Man, I was uncomfortable," was fingernails. Oh. oh, and <laughs> yeah, that scene stuck with me. But like Jeff was saying, that the telephone hell- scene, the telephone scene stuck with me where he's like, uh, the, the phone keeps ringing and the door and then the doorbell rings. Okay, that one actually. Scary. Okay, you know what? I'm full of shit. Yeah, that's scary as shit. Higurashi's a little scary, but there's but that's that tension, that build up, that like in between of like events that makes something scary. Yeah. Am I, I don't understand why they added the hell doll one for the end of the first episode. I mean, that was just two, three minutes of my daughter became a doll and we were supposed to burn her. Then she became a monster. Well, that's like that house one that's in the back of one of the, um, one of the big boys, big boy mangas. Oh, where the principal the post? Guy, yeah, the, mo- the guy just turns into a house. And- yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, get stuck underneath the house. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I I think principal principal post is great, and I, I think that that fits very neatly into the idea of yeah the the everyday becoming uh, unsettling. You know, it's like yeah, just imagine our guy Juji Ito like, dude, what if like you became a house? <laughs> That'd be fucked up. I'm gonna write that. You know, like it—it's it, a story that doesn't uh, like it's it's minimal because it doesn't need anything else. You know, it's just like yeah, you don't need to know anything about the family or anything about the house. It's weirder if you don't. You know, it's just your average everyday family. But then suddenly, dad's dead. He 
got stuck under the house. You don't know why. It's horrific. It's horrific because you don't have any concept of why the fuck this would happen. Yeah, that is true. A lot of his stuff doesn't explain it, and it's better off that way. Yeah. That, That makes the horror even more... And I do, on some occasions, like these sort of uh, deliberately cut endings. Like, for example, Greased. The guy's just sawing off his leg. And yeah, oil yeah. saturation's 100%. I don't know what else could come next, but oh, Lord, it coming. See, that's why it's scary. What yeah. the hell's happening there? You don't even know. <laughs> yeah. You don't even get to know. Yeah. yeah. Just some sausage situation happened. Just some sausage. But... Did we score this? Oh. Oh, yeah, I didn't score this. Uh, I give it a four. Oh damn! I gave it a five, both times. While I I do understand what I liked, what I didn't like about it the first time, I came to realize might not have been that bad. But mm-hmm. I still gave it the same score. Yeah, and my four is uh, honestly I give that four out of just the fact that it didn't succeed to me personally as a horror a horror anthology to me. I was laughing a lot of it. I didn't in, like I fought to the point to enjoy it, but by the time I was just accepting it for what it was and just taking it all in, it was just I didn't care anymore. But there are some good there are some good episodes, but the like the vast majority of these little episodes aren't that great or they just don't they don't sit well. They're memorable for what they are, but Dean kind of shat the bed on this one. Yeah, I, I'm also going to give this a 5 out of 10 because it gets 10 out of 10 for the stories and 0 out of 10 for the execution. So, <laughs> 5 out of 10 overall. Mm. Yeah, I gave it a, I gave it a 6. Hmm. It was fine. It's fine. It was fine. 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 I think I'm a, maybe I'm a little biased because I just love... Ito Junji. We got the stand over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with the Uzumaki Cartoon Network, Toonami, whatever the shit that is. Adaptation. Yeah, whatever the shit that is. Yeah, whatever the shit, shit that is. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last, I mean, the last time Adult Swim went looking for their exclusive anime, that brought us the second two Furikuri shows, right? So they've oh, got a but if, uh, bad track record. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, per- let me look that up. I'm about to. I feel like they've done something that was good. <laughs> I think the one that's yeah. not trying to be the original is better than the one that's trying to be the original. Of of the Furikuris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still mm-hmm. haven't one seen of- the third one. Uh, it's alternative. It's the third one. Progressive. Second one. There's like progressive and alternative. Is which which was the one about the the girls who are all hanging out? That's that's the third one. Oh, that one's actually okay. Yeah, is that alternate? It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. I saw like a few of those episodes. I'd give it a six out of ten if I finished it. I wouldn't. I don't. I think it's okay. But the one that's trying to be old, fully coolly, fuck that one, dude. <laughs> Isn't that the one Remember that you guys like stopped at a party to go yes! watch? Remember that, Dan? Yes. We were at my friend's birthday party at her house, and we were like, yo, fully coolie. And she also likes anime, so she was like, yeah, dude, come over and watch it. We yeah. go hang out and watch yeah. it. And we made everyone sit down and be quiet at a party yeah. to watch this anime. And it was terrible. 
And the room yeah. was silent because of how <laughs> terrible it was. Yeah. Wow. That was a bit of a bummer situation. I do remember Embarrassing. It. Yeah. Very embarrassing. Jeez. They're like, I just can't believe you guys are making us watch this. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weaves making us watch anime during the party. <laughs> That's how you know you've reached your pinnacle weebness or oh, yeah. takuness. You've you've disrupted a party to watch uh, you know, Legend of the Overfiend. But that would have been a better choice, maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like I have left uh, like things early back when uh, in high school when Adult Swim had anime because I needed to go mm-hmm. like to my house to watch it. I've definitely I was definitely doing that in college. Mm-hmm. When they had Bleach on, that's what I was all about. I was like, I can't hang out too late it's on Saturday nights, guys. I gotta go see Bleach. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta be back home by midnight watch anime. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. I wish I did that. Hmm. <sighs> Well, unless anybody has anything else to contribute, I guess we're going to wrap this up. I, I normally Brad segues this out and, you know, he kind of reads the room and he's really good about that. So I'm going to have to ask everybody if they're consenting to this to end. <laughs> I consent. Okay. I knew you would. <laughs> I'm a down guy, you know. I'm okay he's, with stuff like that. He's like, you know, you know, you just you treat me pretty well. I mean, like, just whatever, man. Doesn't yeah. matter. You two can sit. Are we good? This is yeah. Pull the pull the plug. All right, cool. Okay, this has been the Otaku Melancholy Podcast. <laughs> I have been your host, Amelia. And Dan. And this is Jeff with our co-host, <laughs> with our guest, with Matt. Our, with our guest, <laughs> Matt, this is when you say your name. Say your name. Like say your name and like plug a, your stuff, Matt. Yeah, I'm Jesus, Matt. Over here, I'm like, this feels fucking wrong. Do it. You I'm can catch Matt. us every Tuesday and every provisional Friday. <laughs> every Tuesday, every provisional Friday, God willing that that still fucking happens. Yeah, you're uh, not letting me. I'm being Brad right now. Brad. You never said your name. Yeah. This is this is like a Junji Ito short story right here. Like, bro, <laughs> what is. if like you did a podcast, like but then they wrote you out of your own podcast? I was like, am I? This is this is some Twilight Zone shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You can find links to that at um, otakumelancholy.com, where you can also download uh, previous episodes for on-the-go listening. Um, and you can check out the next uh, month, because the seasonal correspondent Amelia is going to be back to talk seasonal. Yay! Um, <laughs> and um, Twitter, Twitter, Discord, Instagram. Oh, Twitter and Discord, yeah. Fucking, I'm not going to plug your Discord. Everybody come join the Hotaku Host Club Discord so that we can have more people in our Discord. Um, <laughs> so if you're listening, come and talk to me and Christella because I love her and we're the best. And um, uh, what else does Brad say? Oh, you need a quote. Where's the quote, Matt? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn, this is the real Brad experience. Where the fuck is your quote, dumbass? <laughs> uh... Hey, and as uh, speaking of horror directors that we've been quoting all month because uh, themes and all that, as Clive Barker once said, everybody is a book of blood. Whenever we're opened, we're anime. Oh, good one. Yeah. Truth. Truth. All right. Uh, 
Take care. Yeah, bye bye. 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 Gambate. Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs>